This is the Creativity Cocktail with Winston. Um, Creativity Cocktail is powered by Rising Tides Charity. Today, I am so excited. I'm so thrilled. I am like beside myself where I'm standing today. I am like jumping up and down because we've got a phenomenal person that's on here. Uh, We've got Ivania, the designer. I know you've got Ivania. I just like to call you that because you're such a well-known person that you're just like Beyonce or, you know. Ah, that's funny. Not quite. So I'm just going to put it out there. Everyone should just know Ivania. So it's funny. So that is cool. Um, Ivania, before we get going and you introduce yourself, I just wanted to tell you publicly, thank you for everything you've done for me personally. Uh, I've known Ivania for, I guess it's getting close to 10 years now. Wow, it's been that long? Yeah. I, you know, I was looking back at some of the things that we, it had to be in the 2009, 10 area. So, oh, wow. So time moves fast. And you've been very helpful to me as I've done different productions and different uh, events and all that kind of thing. So I uh, thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So everyone here that's uh, listening to Ivania's voice, she is a wonderful fashion designer and personal stylist. She has clients all over. She does a lot of inspirational talks um, and she's also a globe traveler. So every time... <laughs> Every time I think about a place I need to go to, I just look up where Avanya's been, and usually she's been there. <laughs> so. <laughs> so funny. So welcome to the Creativity Cocktail Podcast, Avanya. Tell everyone Thank a little bit you. about yourself. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Ivanya Easley. I am a certified personal stylist, author, designer, speaker, and recently tech entrepreneur. Uh, I recently got into the tech space in the last year or so. And I'm excited to share more about that today. I've been in this business of wardrobe styling and making sure people look their very best and show their best self to the world for the last decade plus. So I'm excited to be on here and talk about all that I have going on. Wow. what I, I, I missed that part about the tech, uh, tech entrepreneurship. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, um, in the last year, I've built a mobile app called Style by Love E, and it is a app where you can order a personal stylist on demand, because I've been a personal stylist for like the last decade plus. I work with busy professionals, and a lot of them are executives or speakers, authors, doctors, lawyers, and so they have a lot of disposable income to pay for a personal stylist. Oh, but yeah, I, I think I, make... I remember you telling me about this a long time ago. I'm glad to hear it's coming about. This is great. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to make personal style accessible and affordable to everyone that is working, not just high net worth individuals or just celebrities. So we built this app where you can actually order a real person to go out and shop for you, deliver the clothes, give you the style expertise, and then return what you don't purchase back to the store. So that way it beats online shopping because when you order something online, if it doesn't work, you have to go back, mail it to the post office, and then wait for them to send you something new. That could be a week or two. With this, you actually get a real person that's going to help you on the spot. If it doesn't work, we already know right then and there, and it's not mailing it back and forth. The same thing with the virtual stylist. You have to go back and forth with them. So we want to give everyone that unique, personalized, customized experience. Wow. So so I think that's great. Is it on, like, everywhere, all platforms? Yeah. um, It is available at the Google Play Store as well as in the um, App Store for iOS. Wow, this this is awesome. So so um, how's it going so far? 
going well. I spent a lot of time last year building the app. We released it last year, so it's been quite a year. And we are focused on growth and traction and making the brand aware, making people aware of the brand because it is new and people can't use something they don't know exists. So we've been really having a lot of events this year lined up, community partners, corporate partners to promote um, Style by Love East. So we did an event with Macy's so far this year and we got one with UPS coming up and some other corporations and events. So, uh, so far, so good. Just building. That's great. Uh, I tell you, at the end of our conversation, I'm going to ask you to share ways that people can hear more about you, the app, and all of that kind of thing. So, be awesome. Thank so, you. So, so be prepared for that. Um, so your your path in regards to um, designing and being a personal stylist, tell us a little bit about how you came about this 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 part of your life. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I did not go to school for any of this. I went to school for poli-sci, then I got a master's in finance. I spent 10 years doing accounting, and then I spent the last 10 plus doing wardrobe styling, personal styling, designing, and this whole fashion and image industry. And it was just, I always loved clothes. I always loved dressing myself, dressing my family and friends when I was in college, high school. And when I graduated, I just helped more family and friends because they would get referrals from the people I were already dressing and they tell somebody else. I just kind of did it as a side hobby. I never thought it could be a real career. This is before social media existed. So you can't be what you don't know exists or what you can't see. So Mm -hmm. I always thought that was something for celebrities or that was something that happened in major cities like LA and New York. I was born in Atlanta, grew up in Charleston. So I just wasn't exposed to that. So as, of course, social media came into play and as I kept living life, I met people. They were like, yeah, I do New York Fashion Week or yeah, I do Bonner Brothers. And so I started inquiring, doing research, started interning, assisting. And then I was able to turn it into my full-time career when I got laid off from my day job. So it was an opportunity to sink or swim because I had already been doing it on the side for a few years. And so I decided to just try it, and I've been swimming ever since. That's awesome. So, you know, I think... That's the short version. (laughs) (laughs) I I shared with you that the creativity cocktail is really a a forum for all type of creators all over that do so many things, especially when people are going through uh, difficult times in their life. Yeah. And and I believe that um, what you do is as powerful a creativity platform as anything else. Tell us about when you're helping someone, you know, with their, with their on, you know, their ensemble or their portfolio of attire. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of like the creative processes that you go through with them and with yourself in order to help them out. Yes. So the thing about image is Light travels faster than sound. So people see you before you open your mouth. So it's really important, and especially now that we live in such a visual world, um, that you represent how you want the world to see you. It's really important. And I always tell clients and even everyone I speak to in regards to image and style, because people think image and style, they think fashion, they think like Double Wears Prada or something that doesn't include them. And in actuality, style is very personal. And it's about how you want to express yourself. Clothes is a way that we can express ourselves without even opening our mouths before we even start talking. So I'm just helping my clients showcase their best self to the world. Not my best self, not another client's best self or 
some celebrity or magazine, but who they are individually. So it's very personal. It's very customized. I take into account their lifestyle, their weight, their height, what they like, what they don't, their personality, and also their budget and what they have going on in their lives. I have clients that are married, some that are single, some that are parents, some that are not. Some of them are world travelers. Some of them are conservative. Some of them are edgy. So I just try to make sure that I'm making them feel the most confident version of themselves because that's what they're going to go out and show to the world. And so with my clients, a lot of them have gotten contracts or clients or promotions or speaking engagements. And some of them that were single that didn't want to be single got into relationships. And it was all about changing how they dress to match what was going on on the inside. People can't see what's going on inside of you. All they can do is see what you present as well as what comes out your mouth. So helping them to better express that through their image and wardrobe is how I do it. You know, you made me think about something there as you were talking about the different types of clients that you have. So Mm -hmm. have you ever had a case where somebody was single and then they weren't single anymore and then and then they're their mindset changed in regards to their attire or vice versa. Somebody who was engaged where they were connected with someone and then they're not. And then their, their, their styling changed. Did you have any, any scenarios like that? Yeah, actually two. I had this one client. Um, she was a three times board certified dermatologist. So she spent a lot of time in school getting her education. Super smart lady. All of my clients are really smart people. But they spent so much time on their education, so much time on their careers, there's not been much time for anything else. So she hired a matchmaker, and the matchmaker was like, you know, the way you're dressing is not attracting the kind of people that you want to date or whatever. And that's part of the reason you're not getting. You need to get a stylist to help you change your wardrobe because you're dressing like you're about to take them on as a patient instead of, you know, trying to date them. So um, she met up with me from a referral from another uh, client of mine, and I started changing her wardrobe from how she dresses at work to how she may dress for happy hour or go to drinks or to go on dates. And so next thing you know, she went from being single to multiple dates, and uh, next thing you know, she had me buying gifts for all the different guys that she was dating whenever the holiday season came up. Wow, that's awesome. So it was a definitely transformation. And most of my clients I work with in regards to their professional career, but it always ventures over to their personal life as well because... You know, it's not just your career in your life. You go to work, but you still have a personal life outside of that. So I may start helping them with their professional wardrobe, and then we venture over to personal. And then I've had clients get married, get engaged. Um, and so I've dressed them for all of that vacation, speaking engagements for their whole life. Wow. It's such an interesting thing that this, it almost makes me think of like a, a movie. Maybe that's just my creative bent, but you're helping this lady who's a dermatologist all of a sudden she's getting these dates and she's like a semi-player and she's doing yes basically (laughs) (laughs) but her confidence level went up because she saw the difference it made and she was like you know i never even get compliments except on outfits that you put me in and i know compliments are not a big deal but if you think about people who've never gotten them and then all of a sudden they're getting left and right it does something for their confidence and, um, you know, it's just confidence is like the most important thing you can put on before you put on anything else. And having that confidence and knowing you look good, feel good, you're going to do good. That's fantastic. You know, so let's this. Um, so let's talk a little bit about yourself. So you mentioned a little bit about your background. 
And I get a sense that you interact with lots of different types of people, specifically here in Atlanta, but probably all over the country. Tell us, yes. You know, so tell us about those you interact with without necessarily naming people, you know, that are yeah. just creatives and, you know, some of the things that you glean from them when you're talking to them about what's happening in our creative community. Yeah, I think um, the blessing for me is that when I got in this business, I did not come from a super creative background. Like accounting is not creative. Poli sci is not creative, except maybe with the arguments that they create. But I think it gave me a nice balance of corporate and business. And then I got into this creative space and I've met designers and makeup artists and photographers and just regular artists and all these amazing people in the creative space and being able to marry both sides of myself into my career I love because when I got into the creative business because I've had the corporate background it helped me to be a better business woman outside of the creativity because as I stressed to my style students creative business is awesome music arts fashion wardrobe but you still have to be able to run your business behind the creativity right. because that's not all you're able to stay in business so for me, it was really important to know my ROIs, my bottom line, and things that I learned from the corporate side of things. Versus if I was majoring in fashion, minoring in fashion, and was all this super creativity, but didn't know how to monetize it, didn't know how to scale it, didn't know how to manage it, I wouldn't be able to stay in business. Right. Wow. So speaking of that, and you know, speaking of advice you'd give to someone, like that so say someone is creative out there and they say you know what? i want to you know I, I have a business idea i want to take my creativity in a into the business kind of world what would like be the first advice the first piece of advice i know you'd give them probably lots of advice but what, <laughs> yes but what would be the first bit of advice you'd give them saying all right look i'm taking my creativity to the entrepreneurship world what would be the first thing you'd tell them I would say a lot of research. Research is key. Reading, I read a lot. But research, reading, seeing if your idea can be validated, can it be monetized, does it make sense to somebody else already doing it? If they are doing it, are you? what is your unique value proposition, how you're going to do it a little different? What is your special sauce that is going to make you the better version if it does already exist? If it doesn't exist, seeing if this is a good product market fit in regard to like, will people pay you to do this? So I would say lots of research because being an entrepreneur is very expensive. Um, you're investing a lot of time, energy and money. And so you want to make sure before you get too carried away that everything, if you can help it is on point in regards to your research and you just being very knowledgeable in the industry or the idea that you're trying to make happen. That is great. How do you, with all of the things that you've got going on and all of the, you've probably got clients here and, you know, that you've got to deal with on, on a regular and probably expedient um, basis. How do you keep mm -hmm. yourself balanced and organized? What are some things that you do to do that? Um, I think it might be my one type A personality as well as I'm a Virgo. So uh, for me, I'm very, very organized. So I keep a really tight schedule in regards to like, this is what time I get up. This is what I do when I first wake up. This is when I start my work day. On certain days of the week, I do certain things. I have days just for clients. I have days just for admin work and behind the scenes work. I have days when I go out and meet people and network and build relationships and show FaceTime and support people. 
So I have to balance all the different things. But I think being very organized is key. Learning when to say no to certain things. I can't do everything for everybody. So being um, conscious of when I need to say no, when I need to sit down, when I need to rest. And then I also have days that I take for myself. And that's part of why I travel, because traveling for me is my chance to get away, take a break, get refreshed, get renewed. Um, I think it's hard to get be creative and stay creative if you're bogged down with all the responsibilities of what you have to do on a day-to-day basis. So getting away and seeing new experiences, new culture, new food, new people, it starts my creative juices flowing again. So I come back home and I'm ready to go hard and work hard again because I took a little break for myself. That's awesome. So, hey, I don't want to go through the list of all of the places you've been because that would be another hour or so. Um, <laughs> but tell us, like, like one of the places you went to that had, like, had the most profound effect on you, whether that was, a, like, a spiritual awakening or you learned something about a culture, just one place that we can all kind of live through. You know what, I don't, well, I have a couple of favorites, but I really just love to travel. Um, I think it started in 2011, I got to go to London for the summer. And that was my first time, as I call it, going across the pond, going across the ocean. I did all the Caribbean trips and all the, as I call it, adult starter travel, where you go to Vegas, LA, New York, Miami, the Bahamas, and stuff like that. But I never went abroad. So once I did that, it really opened my eyes to so many people in the world. And there's so much more than just Georgia or America. But it's a whole big world out there with all these countries and all these different cultures and experiences on how they do things. And so it's just really, I think, it what makes you more open as a person as well as open to people because you're not as close-minded because you've got to experience how other people live and how you do it. It's not the same way they do it. Like when I go on trips, they always call it holiday instead of vacation. In America, we call it vacation, but everyone else calls it holiday. Oh, are you here on holiday? They have just totally different lives than what we have. And so it's been great to be able to have a taste of that when I'm visiting those countries. I've used that word holiday on purpose sometimes just to throw <laughs> Americans off. They're like, Who? Yeah. Where, where are you from? <laughs> like, no. It just sounds cool to say holiday versus vacation. Uh, and- yeah, but my favorite top cities, I will say, as far as Italy and Santorini, Greece, were my first, my favorite too. But I love all the countries I've been to. Um, Dubai, Bali, Singapore, Thailand, France. Where was that place in Italy um, you mentioned? Where, where was that? Florence. Oh, Florence. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, loves Florence. I mean, Rome and um, Milan was nice too, but it was something about Florence. I went to Milan once and spent the day there and I enjoyed it. And I'm hoping to go yeah. to um, Rome next year. Uh, yeah, the Colosseum is amazing. Yeah. It was, I mean, and of course, I knew it was going to be big, but it was like, I don't know, it's just like mind boggling to see all these places in person that you've only seen in movies or read about in books. So it was just really neat. I always enjoy the experience of seeing things in person that I've been reading about since I was a kid. Yeah, I have this philosophy and and it doesn't sound like it's my philosophy. Maybe I just took it from someone else. Is Mm -hmm. that when people go and you like see other parts of the world and other places, it's like harder to be like, selfish it's harder to be like racist it's harder to be exactly to be those kind of things when you see other cultures and other things that people are doing it's just much more difficult to do that 
Exactly, because you've been exposed and you're more open-minded. Yeah, it, it just really is. And, and so sometimes when I hear people, like, you know, we see it on the news all the time where people are kind of in their own world and they're in their own bubble. I, maybe I have yeah. like a simple solution. And I would say, well, you know, this person is such and such. Maybe we just need to give them a holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Send them on a trip. And even when I was younger and back in those days, you know, uh, the world was a little bit different. And when they would take uh, the group of us from where I grew up, which was a tough, or relatively tough place, and they would take us on these trips to D.C. and all of that, yeah. it, just, it just opened up the eyes of myself and i'm sure it would do yeah. that for many people and it seems so yeah. weird because we're in the united states and the country itself is so big yeah <laughs> that just doing that in the country itself you would never run out of places to go you exactly just, you just just wouldn't um, i've met some amazing people around the world too on every trip i meet really cool people from all over the world that are visiting there as well as locals it's just uh, it's really opened my eyes and uh, i really enjoy it yeah, it really is such an amazing thing. You're right, because it's just hard for me to put people in buckets. If you, met exactly. people, if you meet people from other places, it's just hard for you to do that. Um, so based on all of that and based on who you are and where you are, what is, what is, what is something that inspires you at this point in your life and, or whom has inspired you in the past? Um, I think I'm inspired by everything. I mean, everything from a beautiful sunset to, you know, the ocean, the beach, everything around me. Um, I'm inspired people that I see doing amazing things, especially women and black women, especially. Um, now that I'm in this tech space, I've discovered so many companies and so many women that are doing amazing things, building amazing companies. And, you know, big companies. I mean, I've seen a couple of companies I really admire go do IPOs or sell for millions or be valued at billion-dollar valuations. So um, it's been really inspiring to just see what the possibilities are to become because that's not something I saw growing up. Wow. So being able to be exposed to what we are able to accomplish now, I mean, we really are our ancestors' wildest dreams. Yeah. Every time I talk to you, I feel inspired. So I appreciate <laughs> what you're what you're sharing with us. So thank you. So so there's someone out there right now who's hearing your voice and they're saying to themselves, "Wow, you know, I love everything Ivanya's doing. Um, I, I want to know more about her or about her business, or I want to get involved with the app and that kind of thing. What are some ways I can do that?" Um, well, you can reach me, of course, on loveyfashion.com. That's my website. And you can have access to my contact information and all my social medias. Um, my Instagram is loveyvonka. And the app page is styled by Lovey. You can find that on my actual loveyvonka Instagram page. So I can be contacted anywhere on social media as well as through my website. or My email is on my website, phone numbers, all that good stuff. That's awesome. So every time I'm about to uh, embark on going to some kind of event, I always go to Ivanya's IGTV space to make sure I'm wearing the right thing at the right season. <laughs> because so though, funny. Even, and it's funny. I don't give out enough 
but you do talk. <laughs> but you do talk about the colors that you should be wearing exactly. and that kind of thing. And I was like, all right, my colors ain't right. I can't be going out wearing this white thing. This is not the right thing to be wearing. If yeah. Vanya tells me I'm not supposed to be doing it, so I'm not going to do that. Um, so it's been awesome to have you. And like I said at the beginning. Uh, I really appreciate all of the support you've done. You've been involved in some of my theater productions. You've been helping me with so many different ways. And, and you, you've kind of one of the things that helped to birth this organization. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for oh, that. Oh, thank you. you know, so the, so, I really appreciate it. No, yes, thank you. And so one bit, one last question for you. So there's someone right now who is saying to themselves, they're in the doldrums, they're fighting a depression or an anxiety moment in their life or moments in their life. And they believe that um, creativity might be one way to help them battle through it or to mm -hmm. fight through it. What would you tell them to do in order to spark that? I would definitely say feed it. Like before I got clients, before I made this a business, I was constantly reading, studying colors, fabrics, people, personalities, so that when I finally got to be able to do it as a business, I was just perfecting my craft. So if there's something you're passionate about or something that you think may one day you may want to turn into a business, it's important to know your craft. People are paying me for my expertise. And most people are paying you for your expertise. If you do anything from hair, makeup, accounting, People are paying you because you're supposed to be able to deliver their service that they're paying you for, our product that they're paying you for. So be an expert at it. Know it in and out. Be able to answer people's questions. And when you don't know something, you just get back to them. But it's important to really have a passion and be involved in what you do. This is the first thing I've ever done in life that I was willing to do for free and do it. And time flies by and I don't even notice it versus when I was doing anything else. It's like, okay, is my time and a half effect? Um, <laughs> That's right. It's time to go. It's time to clock out. The day is over. So I'm super passionate about empowering people through wardrobe. It's not about the clothes. It's about what you're going to accomplish in the clothes, how they make you feel. And that is what I really love. Being able to know I played a small part in these people's lives. Um, impactful moments in their lives uh, makes me really happy. And that's the bottom line of why I do what I do. Wow. That is, that is so powerful. So those of you who are listening today, creativity comes in so many forms. You've heard Ivania and the multiple ways that she's helping other people, whether it's helping them with their wardrobe or um, the advice she's giving them or speaking to others. She's just really, really, a really critical person that's helping us to, to spark that creativity. Ivanya, we are going to be, and I think I might have mentioned this to you, and if I've not, um, forgive me, but we'll be taking snippets of all of the great participants in the Creativity Cocktail, and okay. we will be putting it together in our first ever audio book as a way to give to people... Um, a whole compendium of fantastic guidance. Oh, that is awesome. Congrats. Yeah. No, you did not tell me. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes, and I hope that we can take a snippet from you um, yeah. in, in this conversation here and incorporate that into that. Because I think, you know, when you think about someone who is going through this and they're hearing your voice 
and being able to take all of these great conversations that we've had so far and they've been they're being listened to all over the earth which is yeah. phenomenal and being able to say you know what I got an hour and I heard Avanya and I heard her back in you know the early part of 2020 and now I hear her again and um, obviously we will share your business and all of the ways that people can contact you yeah and, and, the, and the last I guess the extra last question is that we would we would love to have you on the uh, on the conversation again if you'd be willing definitely definitely um, and then i only have one last thing i'd like to say um to anyone listening that is either feeling discouraged or just trying to figure out their path trust i did not have it all together life is full of a lot of pivots and you got to be able to pivot with what is going on in your life and you know when you have a a professional career you still have a personal life things happen in your personal life i've been married i've been divorced i have a child and so i had to learn how to pivot from one career to the next to married to divorce to being a single parent and figuring all of that out as you're trying to build something that you're super passionate about and so i think it is important to put your mind to it figure it out everything is figure outable to keep the faith, stay focused, have tenacity, and everything will work out how it's supposed to work out. You just got to keep going. This has been the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tides Charity. Ivanya, it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for those final words. You've got nothing else to say. That's just wonderful. And Thank you. All right. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you soon. Everyone out there, please make sure that you connect with us. We're everywhere. We're on all platforms. We're you can email us, you know, there we now have the ability for you to become a free member of the Rising Tides charity where you will get bonus content and bonus information and how to really spark your creativity using different tools. So we hope you become uh, part of our group. Again, Ivania, you are phenomenal. Thank you for joining the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tides charity. Thank you. Thank you for having me.